in your 20s, this idea of being perceived is so intimidating because you're still trying to define yourself and still trying to figure out how you even perceive yourself and then to understand that perception, to understand the deep parts about you. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the How's Your Heart podcast and also welcome to the season finale, episode 10 of season four. I was really unsure as to what I was going to talk about in this episode. I usually do up a big plan of how this season's going to go, what themes we're going to cover. And this time when I was planning this season, I just didn't know what episode 10 was going to be about. And I just thought, you know what? I feel like this season I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to grow a lot and I'm going to experiment a lot. And truly, this has been one of the craziest seasons um, that I have been through in terms of what I guess obviously we're in our hibernation season. We're in a season of looking inward, of introspection, of making sure that the words we speak inside of our mind are creating the home that we want to live in inside of our bodies. And I guess even though this season was really just me trying to relearn but also spread what I learned in my hibernation season, it's also been one of those seasons where I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about how I am, especially in terms of relationships, as you guys know, going through a breakup, which I guess I'll give you guys a little bit of an update just really quickly while we're at it. So yesterday was one of those days where I was doing Pilates, I was doing a Pilates class at my studio and the whole time I was crying and I'm like in a high plank and it's not sweat dripping down onto the mat like it was just tears and I couldn't stop myself from crying I just felt so emotional I felt so heartbroken I felt so empty and like I just had the biggest rush of heartache that I hadn't felt in ages and it's so um strange because it wasn't about the breakup that I'd just gone through, the one that um, ended a couple, well, it's almost like a month or so ago now. This kind of sadness and this deep body ache was really from grieving my only relationship that really felt like love. And I felt just like all of the relationships and situationships and flings and dates I'd ever gone on after that first relationship just felt like such a distraction. And once I had a breakup where, you know, it was a real relationship, it broke up, it broke it off and I was single and I didn't feel like dating and I still don't feel like dating because I just don't think I'm ready for that yet. But I feel like all of the emotions of that initial breakup, that first love breakup, is all hitting me. And now that all of the distractions have gone away, I've learnt a lot during my hibernation season about being alone. And I've learnt a lot about being with myself that 
now I have the tools and the knowledge and the self-awareness to be on my own and to recognize that like the past few years honestly it would be almost two years of of little flings and everything like that have just been distractions and so now I'm just like sitting in all of this doom and gloom I guess I'm feeling a little bit better today I went home for the weekend and I just went and saw my mom and hung out with her I did a lot of journaling um and I just feel like home was what I really needed and as much as my home away from my family is really beautiful and really comforting sometimes you just need a hug from your mom and I just have been craving that a lot lately so it was so good to go down and see her it's also my hometown so it feels really familiar and it feels really safe um but yeah I guess that's the update in terms of that and back to the original episode the juicy part of the episode the reason why I thought I would talk on the specific topic today was because whilst I was down um, in my hometown I was watching a few TikToks and I saw this one and I'll tag her down below because she also has a podcast and her wisdom on all things life and introspection and you know tying in with our hibernation areas is just so amazing I've completely forgotten her name though so I'll make sure to link it um, in the show notes but she had this TikTok and her opening line was you crave being understood but fear being perceived that feeling of fearing intimacy but also craving it is something that I have really struggled with and I didn't realize that I struggled with until she said it. Anyway, so I did a big journal about it and I realized that I really do crave this intimacy and I think it comes across in the podcast as well, like really just wanting that deep connection, wanting that vulnerability, but also allowing people to perceive me but then also to understand me to like drop into that deeper level of being seen is so scary and I feel like that is a really common fear especially for people in their 20s and I wanted to take that lens on this conversation today because obviously I'm in my 20s almost turning 21 happy birthday to me but also it's your only experience I really have So I'm sure that the things that we talk on can, you know, relay into your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, 60s, so on. Um, But specifically, I just want to talk on being in her 20s and obviously from a woman's perspective, because I'm sure that this can shift and change as well, um, depending on where you're at. (laughs) But so the first thing I did was I looked up what it means to be understood And then I looked up what it means to be perceived because I wanted to get a definition on those two. Obviously, we have our own definitions. We have our own um, ideas about what those mean, but I just wanted to gain a lot more clarity. So the things that came up for being understood was being truly seen, being fully apprehended and is something that is learnt. So learning about someone, taking time, putting energy into developing an understanding about someone. For me, at least, when I was looking at these definitions, the one that made me most scared was being 
learnt or like someone learning about you. I think that was so scary to me because it means that someone would have to take time and to be really specific and open and really truly listen to what you have to say um, and the things that you've gone through and the things that you like and don't like and what triggers you and being kind of studied I guess but in a really compassionate and beautiful way and it brought to the table the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful and all of it kind of mixed into one rather than I guess what we're moving on to which is being perceived which would just be to be observed or have a vague awareness about um, kind of taking guesses as to what is going on there that kind of surface level understanding, I guess, of what a person is and how they are. The thing is, is that being perceived also kind of scares me. The idea of someone not really understanding the full picture, but coming to conclusions about what I am and who I am and the ideas I have about myself. And I feel like that really holds me back and it really makes me numb and yeah hold back parts of my personality parts of my opinion um especially in social situations where I don't fully know the person and there isn't that safety that is being established yet and I find it's in situations like these where I am fearing being perceived in a particular way or I guess not having control over how I'm being perceived that I will put up that facade and I'll act in a different way or I'll go along with the strongest opinion because I don't want to hold up the flow of the conversation or to be quote-unquote controversial. But actually thinking back on it, I also act in this particular way and fear being perceived um, in safe situations as well, specifically around like my family who whole different opinions to me on various topics I don't want to rock the boat I don't want them to I don't want their perception of me to be rocked or to be swayed um, because I'm happy with how I'm being perceived at the moment and I wouldn't want that to change because of something that I've said or an opinion that I've expressed and I guess that could be for a few reasons maybe I don't actually feel all that safe with them I don't feel like I can show up um, in however way that is true to me and still be loved and appreciated. But also, and we'll touch on this more throughout the episode, but not fully accepting that part of yourself or even being aware of that part of yourself um, can also hold you back from deepening those relationships or from just removing that fear of being perceived and then fear of being understood furthermore from there. I think this is really prevalent and has become really prevalent within my 20s when, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens in your 20s and there's advice and there's opinions and there's cultural norms and your own creative ideas and how you want to live your life that are all kind of in this mixing bowl and you're just trying to stir and see what sticks and see how, you know, you can conform to all these different parts. And for myself, at least, I feel like 
most of the time when I'm stressed about who I want to be and how I want to move about my life, I'm stressed about how I can equally balance satisfying my own life, satisfying the ideas of society, satisfying the ideas of family members, of people around me who have given me advice and opinions and trying to please every single factor in my life that tells me how I should live my life. Um, And I find that that makes me feel so thinly spread and doesn't let give me enough energy to dive into my little passion projects and maybe that's also why I felt the need to go into a hibernation season where I told myself okay I'm cutting off the desire to please everybody so that I can give the energy that I would normally give to satisfying the ideas of what it means to be a woman and satisfying the ideas of what it means to be a student and feeding that energy into creating this podcast and to doing the things that are really on my heart but you know whether that is something that needed to be taken in the first place I guess I kind of need to reflect more on that but in your 20s this idea of being perceived is so intimidating because you're still trying to define yourself and still trying to figure out how you even perceive yourself And then to understand that perception, to understand the deep parts about you, it's a big journey. And, you know, there's comparison in there as well, comparing to your friends and how they're doing, comparing to now we have access to literally millions, billions of people on the internet and their life and how they're going. And, you know, the highlight reel that is there, finding where you sit in all of that mumbo jumbo and then the pressure of being perceived in a way that, you know, makes you feel comfortable and makes you think, okay, that's good. That's good. Like I fit in with the crowd. It's kind of like that instinctual feeling and need to fit in with the pack and to not rock the boat. And whilst we're still defining ourselves, we also are understanding ourselves. And for those of us who have gone through traumatic events or struggle with our mental health, having like intrusive voices come in all of the time throughout our days, throughout our years that tell us how we are or what we're worth or that we're unlovable or that, you know, no one will actually want to love us because of this, 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 or because we've gone through this. And I hear this all the time, actually, throughout my friends and whatnot. But this whole idea that, oh, now I've got so much baggage, like no one's going to want to take me because I have so much baggage to come along with me. And I honestly, for a long time, let my intrusive thoughts think that about myself as well, especially after everything that went down with my family, everything that went down um, with my eating disorder and my mental health journey just as a whole lifetime in its own, I I cut myself off from a really beautiful relationship because I thought that my baggage was too heavy and I didn't want to place that on them. And I didn't think that they would love me enough to be able to say, you know what, your baggage is just who you are and I love and I appreciate that and, you know, I'm still sticking it out with you because I love you. Um, I think now I've kind of rewired those roots and I think everyone has their shit. Everyone has their baggage and 
believing like isolation is easy protection, right? Staying in your own bubble, staying in your comfort zone, um, I guess identifying with your pain and making that your personality, making that the sun and all the other factors have to circle around the sun in your life, whether that's your work, your relationships, like everything has to work around protecting this core pain point, right? But what I've realized after becoming more vulnerable with how I speak to other people in my mental health journey, how I've connected with other people on points that are really vulnerable and really hard and scary to talk about, I've realized that everyone else is going through shit too. And everyone else has their own baggage. And I find whenever I feel like I'm the only one going through a mental health journey, I go outside and I just sit and I just observe and I realize and I see again that everyone else is in their own life, in their own, they have their own minds, their own internal environment, their own relationships that have challenges and have problems and expecting that life is really easy and that life is going to flow and be without challenges and be without tribulations is um, setting yourself up for failure because you're constantly going to be disappointed, right? Life comes with those things, unfortunately. It's just kind of part of this contract that we've signed. Um, And I think centering yourself as the only person who is going through pain, going through suffering and shutting yourself off, that's when I find that I'm most controlled by the fear of being understood but really wanting to you know have that intimacy have that connection and to be seen and to be heard that validation from someone that you love from someone that you care about and forming that trust and that relationship around something that is really sensitive it is so scary I'm not even gonna lie it's so scary but it is also really quite beautiful and quite special and I think that is one of the main reasons why we're on this earth is to experience that beauty in that intimacy and that connection with other people who are also just floating on this rock in this universe um I also just want to circle back because I completely missed one of the points that is really relevant at least in my life at the moment with the Barbie movie coming out I've been obsessed with the production and all of the amazing work and reflections that are demonstrated in that movie. I have not seen it yet. I'm seeing it on Wednesday, but I've seen so much behind the scenes and so many interviews that I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on what it is about. I find that this fear of being understood, but also fear of being perceived as well, is so prevalent amongst women especially young women because there is so much cultural norms and molds that you know we're fed from such a young age to fit into and I love the quote in the movie I'm absolutely going to butcher this but it was about how you know you have to be a girl's girl but you also have to be the best girl And, you know, you can't have competition because you want it to be a really beautiful environment for women to flourish. But also the 
you kind of are like fighting to be objectified because you want that male validation and to be the one that the guys are like pining over. And so I find as a young woman who's still trying to find how I am and how I fit or don't fit into these molds or whether I even want to fit into these molds. Um, most of the time I'm thinking, fuck it. No, thank you. I don't do not want to fit into those, but it's kind of this idea that you want to show yourself and you're told to, you know, be open and to show your quirks and your creativity, but only in a way that is acceptable and pleasing to society. And, that can kind of hold you back and make you question which parts of yourself are good or valid or appropriate to share with other people. And when those things like creating art out of your trauma, maybe like reflecting on, should I even share this poem that I wrote about this really hard part in my life? Because that really hard part of my life doesn't match up with this go happy lucky girl attitude and perception that I've so um, carefully curated so that other people perceive me in a particular way and they don't truly see how I am and for myself I feel like my whole life and even now I'm still working through it I feel like each day I'm worried about how this mural this facade this artwork of who I've created everyone else to perceive me as I have to uphold that and I have to make sure that you know my daily routines the way I speak to people my interactions how I go about my life fits in with that even if it doesn't truly align with myself and throughout my hibernation era I feel like I've really shifted that and instead of being so worried and so hyper focused on how other people are perceiving me I am now working to focus on aligning myself and aligning my day-to-day with how I am and how I want to make other people feel. And then through that, you know, just creating space for people to actually see me and to be understood, even though it's really scary. And even though I just want to run away (laughs) when anyone's just like, I want to get to know you. Like, I think you're an awesome person. And I think that's really held me back from learning and growing in a really deep connection with someone. For the longest time, I thought that if it's the right person in my life, if they're meant to be in my life, you know, they'll just slide into my life and they will get me and they'll understand me and I won't need to go through this process of them learning and understanding me like I won't need to go through unpacking all of this shit within me I can just be and they will be and they'll just get it and it's that whole trope of like oh but he just gets me he just understands me that I was really just craving and I was looking for because I didn't really want to unpack and understand myself and the yucky gross parts but also the really cool parts of myself I just didn't want to unpack it because I knew that that would be a really hard thing to do and it would be really challenging and it would be really scary but what I've learned throughout my hibernation season and also just as a growing adult is that relationships are a two-way street and you have to know your vehicle and know how to drive it to be able to drive along the same road and 
for a long time, like I said, I really didn't want to get to know who I was. I didn't want to know my vehicle because I had this sneaking suspicion that it was going to be really hard to unpack that and it was going to take a lot of work. Um, And I guess I was going to know some parts about myself that I would have to work through afterwards. And I kind of wanted to be in this Delulu world of um, ignorance and just going about the world without having lots of moments of self-reflection as to how and why I act and behave the way I do and doing a little bit of um, introspection because that's really challenging but also really beneficial. And that's what I really wanted to get at here is that if we're wanting to be in relationships and open ourselves up to being understood and being perceived, even if it's in our control or out of our control, being seen and being heard for who we are and the universe of experiences and facets of us within us, being seen for that truly, the good, the bad, the ugly, you have to know that for yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to love, like adore every single part of yourself. I feel like that's a really unrealistic expectation. And when we go with the intention of adoring and wholeheartedly loving every single aspect of ourselves, especially if we're heading into a hibernation season with that intention, that you're like, I feel like you're just going to be on that path forever because that is such an extremity of self-love and of self-introspection that I think it cuts you off from opportunities of learning and healing within relationships as well and around people who make you feel safe. And so I think it's actually quite fine to still have parts of yourself that you're learning to like or you're learning to heal even if like if there's a trait within yourself maybe it's jealousy maybe it's a constant need to be in competition with other people or um yeah whatever it is if you're still learning about yourself you're still going to be uncovering parts of yourself that you may not like and that is okay that is what makes you human and we're not perfect we all have parts that feel pretty gross but that doesn't mean that we aren't worthy and we aren't deserving of being understood and having that really deep intimacy and so my little goal for you and also for me is to release the attachment and the need to control other people's perceptions of you and to open yourself up to being seen and being seen fully I know that is a really scary thing and there's a long journey in that but also it's really quite beautiful and it's really encouraging. The more people that you open up to, the more people who you are understood by, the more it encourages you to continue on that. Anyways, guys, I think that is just about everything that I have to say on craving being understood but fearing being perceived. It is also the end of the last episode of season four. 
And thank you so much for anyone who has made it to this point, who has been following along from the podcast from the beginning or even from this season. I just absolutely adore you and I'm so grateful for your support. If you like this episode, I would absolutely appreciate it if you shared it with a friend or a family member who you thought would benefit from it. And if you're on a hot girl, hot girl book at the moment, I'd love to see where you're at and I'd um, love to see you listening to the podcast as well. So you can go find us over on Instagram at How's Your Heart Pod. I'd love to see you over there and to connect with you. And I really hope this episode helped you and that even if you knew all of these things that it gave you a little bit of a a refresher um, and maybe something that you can journal on, maybe something that you can take in the back of your mind into your weeks. And I'm not sure when season five will be out, but I hope to be in your ears as soon as possible. If it's not for season five, I'm sure I'll come on and just do a few bonus episodes in between um, because I just love chatting to you guys. And I really appreciate all the love and support. I just want to really send that home. I I know this is a little passion project and I just come on here week to week and share um, what I hope is some love and light, but I really just appreciate this space and appreciate everyone who listens in. I love you guys and I hope you are having the sunniest of days and... Um, I will see you next time. Lots of love. Mwah.